right, friend, before we dive in, if you want to help me grow this podcast so I can help more nurses make time for their health, their friends and family, and live with more intention and purpose, then please leave a quick review and share this episode or this podcast with your nurse besties. Also, I'm super excited to announce that I have just started a newsletter called the Bounce Bites Newsletter, and it's going to be a short and quick little love note from yours truly every week on time management and productivity tips, maybe any health and wellness tips that have helped me and would love to share with you, tips on creating healthier habits, maybe my favorite book recommendations or self-care tips. I'll also be mentioning upcoming podcasts and any giveaways that will be happening and you guys will be the first to know so i'm super excited the link will be in the show notes go ahead and join hey friend welcome to the balanced nurse podcast are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals then this podcast is for you i'm ashley and i used to be a burnt out nurse just like you i know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family. But I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things. The incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony And I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse bun up, and let's dig in. All right, friend, I'm so excited to talk about time blocking here because it really is something that helped me when I was in grad school. I was working full-time in the emergency room, going to school, nurse practitioner school full-time, and I was still working out, making time to work out five times a week, meal prep every week, and I was going through such a difficult time. I was in a really dark place at that time, back in 2021, when I was doing all of this, and still made time to see my therapist twice a week, okay? At the beginning, it was twice a week, and managed to hang out with friends. And the reason why I was able to do all this Obviously, there are multiple things that contributed to that, but I would say that time blocking really helped me scheduling the time, scheduling tasks into certain blocks of my day really helped me to be organized and get more done on my days off. And I had first learned about time blocking from one of my favorite authors, Cal Newport. He is the author of one of my favorite books, Deep Work. And the book is essentially about having the ability to focus without any distraction on a task that requires your brain power and your energy, your mental energy. And so that's who I learned it from. Highly recommend checking him out. The book was a little, it wasn't an easy read, but it's definitely worth it. And there are other things out there that talk about like other videos you can watch or other people you can learn from that talk more about time blocking and how to do it. But I'm excited to be talking about it here on the podcast and to be able to show you how it can really help you get control of your schedule, right? Because I really do think that if you don't control your time or your schedule, someone else will. That might be work, that might be your family, that might be your friends, whoever. 
And I think it's so important that in order to live with intention and with purpose, we need to learn how to manage our time. And they don't teach us that in nursing school. So I'm so excited to be talking more about this on the podcast. All right, so what is time blocking? Time blocking is basically dividing your day into blocks, literally blocks, <laughs> with each block assigned to a specific task or a group of tasks that you will dedicate to only those. And so I really love using my paper planner for this, and we'll get into that in just a bit. But I want to mention something that I found out I found out about recently that I thought was so interesting. It's called Parkinson's Law. And what Parkinson's Law essentially is, is that, or what it is, is that work will expand to fill the time that it needs to be completed, right? So for example, if you say tomorrow, if you're just very like general and vague and say tomorrow I'm going to study and then you don't actually set time, like a time block of when you'll sit down with your laptop, with your books, with your flashcards, whatever, and study, What's going to happen is that you're just going to kind of study throughout the day, but be distracted. You'll maybe get up and um, start cleaning or picking up some stuff, or maybe you'll get on Instagram and scroll for hours, you know, and then you're like, okay, got to get back to studying. And then you study a little bit and then you get distracted again. You're like, you know, this has been, I've been putting this off, like laundry off. I need to fold the clothes, especially if you're studying at home, right? You can get distracted with other things. If you time block, you are telling yourself that in that time frame, this is when I'm going to get studying done. And I use the example of studying because I know a lot of you are probably in NP school or going for your master's, whatever that is. But if you say during this time, I'm going to study and I'm going to review 100 questions or go through my flashcards, whatever that is for you, you are going to do it in that amount of time. And then it's like your brain saying, okay, we are going to get to work. We are going to be focused. You put your phone on do not disturb. That is what I have to do. And I have to put my phone away. And I used to do this in grad school. So my days off, I'd have a structure. I would say, okay, around 630 is when I would normally wake up. And I do my morning routine at, back at that time. Now I kind of push my morning routine later in the morning. And now the first thing that I do in the morning is the toughest task, the most difficult task, whether, and for me, that might be writing my newsletter, right? Because I'm not a great writer yet and writing newsletters are so new to me. And so it's a little intimidating and I might put it off if I don't do it first thing in the morning or outlining my podcast episodes, right? So I do the toughest task first, first thing in the morning, because then I feel so great. I'm like, oh my God, I got the toughest thing out of the way. So I would look at my schedule for the day and when I, when I was planning and I would say from at that time from 6.30 to let's say 7.45 or 8 a.m. I'm going to do my morning routine and then I'll have some breakfast after that and then starting around 9 or 10.30, I'll grab my coffee and get myself to the coffee shop or get myself to the library and I'm going to do a four-hour study period where with my study period I would study for 40 minutes at a time take a five or ten minute break get up walk around get the blood flowing and then get back to studying right at that time my 10 minute breaks is when I want I could check my phone get on Instagram if I wanted to but then I would put a timer and when the 10 minutes were up that 
told me like that reminded me like, hey, got to get back to work. So then you, I would study for those four hour blocks and then I would have another block. Let's say from this time to this time, I'm going to the, I'm meeting my personal trainer and I know I have to work out. And so I know it takes me about 30 minutes to drive there with traffic, right? 30 minutes, it was terrible. 1604 girl here in San Antonio, Texas. It's so bad during that time, but it would take me like about 30 minutes to get there, work out for an hour. And I knew it would take me 30 minutes to get back to work, uh, back home. So I would plan that out to where I was like, okay, it's going to be about a two hour thing of being out of the house with gym time. So would get, would block that on my schedule for the workout. And when you know that you have to get all this done, you get it done in that time. And the work gets done in that time. Now, I'll go into one of my bonus tips about how you might need to give yourself a little more time depending if this is the first time maybe studying, first time you're focusing on working on your side biz, or if you thought that you could get all your house chores in a two-hour block, you, you'll learn to break things into maybe categories or different tasks, but we'll get into that in just a bit. I just kind of wanted to share with you what Parkinson's law was. So if you have no structure and you just say, I'm going to get studying done tomorrow, then all day, that's all you're going to do. And you're not actually going to get much done. You're going to feel busy all day long, but you won't actually get much done. So take about 10 or 20 minutes the night before to prepare and build your schedule out for the next day. And so that leads me to the first thing. First thing in getting started with this is grabbing your pen and paper or use your paper planner if you have one and grab your favorite highlighters. Now, if you don't have a paper planner or you don't have any cute highlighters, it's okay. You can get started with just writing out in pencil or pen on a blank sheet of paper. Now, this might be your sign to make another target run. Who knows? I'm just saying, (laughs) but I love it. I love having my paper planner. I think it's so much more fun when you have these cute highlighters and pens, different color pens, and then your cute planner, and maybe even getting little stickers. Don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to have all that to get started, but I'm just saying, if you want to make another target run, grab your (laughs) Starbies or whatever and go on a little shopping run. It's all good. There's no judgment here no judgment here. (laughs) But yes, so just having your pen and paper or your paper planner. And the second thing is looking at your big calendar for the month, right? Or for the week. Plan for a day at a time to get started. I wouldn't recommend to do the whole week, time blocking off your whole week. You can have your Google calendar or your, if you use paper planner for the month, right? You write in all the days you work, you write in all the days you go to school. If you go to school, you write in all the days you have meetings or appointments, doctor's appointments. Sure. Fine. That's all in there. And we'll look at the day one. So let's say for example, today is Sunday when I'm recording this. So I'll look at my schedule for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Labor Day. So I'm off from work. I don't have, I don't have to go in, but I'm leaving out of town this week to Ohio for a personal development event. And I know that I'm not going to get much done there. It's going to be all day things. I'm hanging out with a girlfriend there. I'm going to have a good time. So I am trying to get most of my work done tomorrow and today. So I would look at my calendar for tomorrow. My Google calendar says I have a meeting at 12, which is a 15 minute meeting. 
And then I planned out my gym session at 5.30, from 5.30 to 6.30. And then I have a therapy appointment from 8 to 9 p.m., which is actually fine because I have a meditation zen area that I'm creating. And it's so nice to have that. And I think having my, med- my um, therapy appointments there is really going to be something nice to look forward to. So anyways, you look at what you need to, where you need to be at tomorrow and you you block that in, right? So I'm like, okay, from 12 to 12.15, I have a Zoom call. Then from 5.30 to 6.30, I'm going to the gym. Like these are things that have to get done. And then from eight to nine, I have a therapy uh, therapy appointment. And then you look at the rest of the day. So what else do I need to get done? What is my biggest priority here? And you t- you block off a time on that schedule. You can block off when you wanna have lunch, maybe take an hour and a half lunch, whatever. Maybe you're, you're meeting with a friend, so you give yourself two hours, two and a half hours during that time. And during that time, be present with your friend. Be present, be checking your phone every five minutes. That is time for you and your friend to make that connection, to nurture those relationships, right? And so that leads me to my third thing, what to block off, right? So obviously you need to block off the things that you need to show up for, whether that's a meeting for work, maybe that is, you know, going to pick up family members and drop them off. Who knows? What are the things that you have to show up for? Maybe it's study time if you're in, if you're in school, or maybe it's exercise time for me. I'm like, I got to get that in. Or maybe you're like, I need to, maybe you're at the beginning and you're like, I want to start walking. I want to start going for walks or I want to start um, reading more. Block off times for that. Now, I would recommend here blocking off or starting off with one to two time blocks just to get in the habit of even time blocking your days. I know it can get a little overwhelming and for me, I'm used to it. So I have like, different blocks throughout the day where pretty much almost every hour is accounted for of like what I'm going to be doing. At the beginning, it could feel overwhelming, but I promise you that it's going to get better and you're going to get used to it. And you're just going to feel so much more relief knowing that there is a time for what you want to get done. I do like a power hour as well where I knock out all the things that I add on to my to-do list that are not going to require my mental energy, my mental battery, right? And like, for example, yesterday I said, I'm going to declare my closet. It's something that I've been putting off. And I took the hour, did a power hour. I got that all decluttered throughout, you know, opened up some Amazon packages. I put it in the recycling bin. I took out the trash. I was doing all these little things that were kind of holding me back a little bit that I'm like, I know I need to get done. I know it needs to get done. And so when you put that in your power hour, and you can make this a two hour thing, it's up to you. It depends what you need to get done. If you know that you need to go to the car dealership to get an oil change, you might need to get that in. So start off with one to two time blocks just to get used to this, just to kind of get in the habit of doing this. Maybe you want to block off family time. And you're like, from this time to this time, I'm spending time with family. I'm not answering calls. I'm not going to be on my phone. That is the time to be with my family. Okay, so those were three quick tips to get started. The first one was just grabbing your paper planner, your highlighters, your pens. And second thing, looking at your big overview of your calendar. That way you can have an overview of your week and of what's going on the next day. 
and blocking off those tasks. And then we talked about what are the things that we can block off. And that can include your self-care, exercise, your study time, maybe just being with family, maybe you're working on a side biz and you want to work on that. Maybe it's house chores. Batch certain tasks into those time blocks. And again, I would recommend with starting off maybe with one to two just to kind of get into time blocking. Okay, so let's go into the three bonus tips that I have. First thing is look at your goals. Are there any are any of these tasks in these time blocks reflecting those goals? If you're wanting to lose weight, if you're wanting to move your body, if you're wanting to prioritize your self-care, are we including those time blocks into our schedule? And bonus tip number two, be honest with yourself and knowing how long it's going to take you to do things. And you might say, you know what, it's going to take me like about two and a half hours to get a certain task done, but it takes you three. That's okay. Give yourself some buffer time. That's why I'm saying like give, start off with one to two blocks a day just so you can see how much buffer time you need in between certain time blocks. Like for example, for me, I already have gotten the habit, gotten the feel of certain tasks and how long it's going to take me. And so I know how much buffer time to give myself when I move on to the next time block. And give yourself some grace. You're just starting. Think back to when you first started nursing or when you first started your your new job. It took a little while to adjust and to get the hang of things. And same thing with this, same thing with anything in life that you try out for the first time. So it's perfectly fine. Keep coming back to the podcast because I will keep talking about it and showing you different ways to be more productive on your days off, how to time block and breaking this down into smaller steps. Okay, the third bonus tip is don't be too rigid. Your plan, this time blocking, is just a guide to help you focus your attention on what's important and when things are going to happen. Okay, so for example, if you time block self-care, because some things like, for example, if you do study time, if you block off study time from 9 to 12, in there you can write, you know, I'm going to do 100 cards of studying flashcards, I'm going to read this many chapters, and you have a checklist, right, of things that you want to get done in that time frame. But don't be too rigid, especially when it comes to your self-care. You don't want to get too nitty-gritty on that. Like you don't, you're not going to say, I'm going to read this. I'm going to journal. I'm going to read a book. I'm going, you know, just kind of relax. Just know that that time frame is for you. It's for you to do whatever feels good during that time. It is your time, me time. So it's just time to unplug and relax. We don't have to get too specific into what we're going to do during that time. Also, on top of this, if things, like I said, it goes back to your buffer time. And if you go a little over time, that's perfectly fine. If something comes up in life, which it always does, right? Things happen in life and you need to change that time block into a different time. That is perfectly fine. Change it. All right, friend. I hope you enjoyed this episode on time blocking. It is literally my jam. I love anything productivity, time management, habits and routines. It really brings me so much joy to be able to share this with you guys. I really do think that time blocking will help you take back control of your schedule, be more productive on your days off and not feel so overwhelmed like, oh my gosh, I have all these things to do. Control your time, control your schedule, protect your energy, protect your life. 
I hope you enjoy this, friend. Until next time. All right, friend. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse, babe, who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.